Are you listening? Damn. Welcome into the Rantings of a Fancy Football Fanatic. I am your host, Jesse Moeller, a.k.a. JMoller05. You know where to find me on all social media platforms. And we are back, folks. We've been a minute. We took some time off, but we are back breaking down content and getting ready for the season to start. The family went out of town this week, so that gives me some free time. Usually I'm watching my daughter doing all that stuff, but they went to the ocean. I'm stuck working, so guess what? I got some time to make sure content. So I wanted to do a little mini-series this week where we do a get-to-know, where we get to know some fantasy analysts and some people in the industry, and we talk to them. And I'm really excited to bring this first guest on. It is Mr. Aaron St. Dennis, so I'm going to welcome him and bring him onto the screen. How's it going, Jesse? Good. How you doing? You scared the living crap out of me. I was a little sleepy. The weather's sleepy here. I was in a nice little lull. And then I had my computer volume at full blast when you hit that intro and it jolted me back to, back right into it. It's a little loud, I'm not going to lie. I put it on there and I'm like, hey, wake up. We're starting the show. Let's get it going. It reminds not me of- expecting um... that. And I just, I was looking down at my notes and- <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. We're good. We're good. Live. Uh, it reminds me of the Peter Overs that one with the do the intro of that and the guys like whispering after the introduction. It's like, yeah, yeah. Exactly it, it, like was, it was a hard wake up there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Um, you've been pumping out content left and right since basically as far back as like I can remember. It's been nonstop 24-7. I've seen all your podcasts, all your articles. So I thought it would be a good time to have you come on, talk to people, introduce yourself, and just kind of let them know what you're passionate about. So I want to jump Man, in. I, I learned the key is to work smart, not hard. I had people all weekend at the expo saying that, Hey, you're here at the expo. How have you pumped out so much content all weekend? Like I did that content two weeks ago. It's just scheduled. I'm like, mm-hmm. I brought my laptop. So me and Tim and Tracy, we brought all our gear and we said, you know, we're going to network and we're going to do this. And we might do some on the fly podcast and stream live. My equipment sat in a duffel pack, a backpack in the hotel room and did not leave once. Not so anything that you've seen, all those podcasts that came out this weekend and all the graphics and all that, that was scheduled. I looked to be the hardest working person at the expo all weekend. I did nothing but drink and draft. Don't drink and draft. That's another Uh, thing. I'm sure there was some interesting drafts on that weekend with all the drinking that went down. So the first draft we do is the Frankenstein League for Toilets to Titles, and it's a vampire league, but it has vampire, like there's monster cards you can pick. Mm-hmm. And so the first round, you have, first two rounds, you can only draft rookies or sophomores. Then you can only draft the next round. It's veterans, but no QBs. Then veterans, but only QBs. Then only non-playoff teams. Then only playoff teams. Then it's wide open. And then there's monster cards. And I'm sitting there, and I wake up Saturday wanting to do this. And I'm going, I am so hungover. I cannot do this. It was it was really rough. You're expecting people to do math after a, a nice night of drinking. And you're like, wait, yeah. I got it. What are what are the qualifiers? What, what? I'd be yeah. like, no, is it just, just give me the best player available. I, I had my there. laptop with a whole spreadsheet and a flow sheet of what to do and this and that. I didn't bring any of it with me. I sat at the table with Tracy and Tim. We had ourselves a couple of fish bowls. And I got to my pick and it was just like, eh, this guy, this guy, or this guy. We kind of voted. I'm like, okay, I'm putting that up. I have never done so much research in a draft before to get there and do so little preparation. Like hours and hours of spreadsheets and calculations went right out the window and we just completely winged it. I don't even know. 
Dude, that's that's the thing. I always recommend someone to just do a, a just a natural draft, as I call it, where you don't have any of the research, where you just go in just blind and see how it goes. It's completely wild. You're like, oh, how do I have this guy ranked? Ah, I don't remember. Brees Hall's RB 15. I don't know. Push the button. You look at your team and you're like, what just happened? How did the best I- part is it was a 16 round draft and not once did I hear, oh, what are you doing? Like I get up and I go make my pick and they're like, oh, that's my guy or oh, that's a really sneaky. That's a good pick. And I'm going. We did no preparation, and two of the three of us are half in the bag. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, that's the best. Uh- Rough Saturday morning, though. Like, I double booked. The poker tournament was supposed to be at 11, didn't start till 1. I was killing it. It was like I played for a living, and in a room full of guys who mostly didn't know what they were doing, I'm like, man, if I didn't have to leave for this other draft I already bought in for, I could stay here and mop the floor with these guys. But we ended up having to leave to go do the draft, and then it, uh, yeah. It just went downhill from there. Deteriorated and deteriorated. Yeah. Well, speaking of the expo, what was your favorite event that you participated in? Safe for work event? It could be. It, honestly, it doesn't matter. This is a pretty. <laughs> we're not going to talk about <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Let's keep it fantasy football related then. Oh, that. fantasy football really. We didn't specify. I was going to say, yeah. I know what my favorite event was, but we it can, didn't. Okay. We, um, if you wanted to always talk about, just go ahead and check his Twitter timeline. No, don't it, go it, ahead it. and check my Twitter. You don't want to know what I'm talking about. Let's leave that inside joke inside. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Um, it was just chaos. Like uh, the Frankenstein League was really fun. Uh, the night parties were the best just walking in. We had one. Okay. So the night party at, uh, the hall of fame stadium there that went from, I think it was six to 10 or something. And then they closed down. Mm-hmm. So we all headed to, uh, near the double tree downtown Canton. Uh, and they had a bar there named George's. I don't know if you see any of the pictures. It's I like an that. oval bar. It seats probably 50 people. And there was probably a hundred of us in there. And I wish I'd had the presence of mind to just turn it on record and walk a circle of the bar. Cause it was so cool. Like I, you know, relatively new and it's a who's who, like I'm walking by and it's like, Oh, that's Pat Fitzmorrison D bro. Then I look at, Oh, that's Matt Harmon. Oh, look at that. It's JJ Zacharyson. And Oh, there's half the guys from player profiler. Oh, there's all the guys from DLF. It's just like, it was literally, I could have walked a circle. And out of 100, 150 people, there had to be seven, 70 people where they were just like big name industry analysts. And I was like, this is so cool. I mean, it was like $14 beers. But aside from that, it was so cool. And just, you know, then you're, it's kind of like, it's not like the strip. It's not Vegas. Like it's a dump because it's Canton, Ohio, because mm-hmm. Canton, Ohio sucks. But so like you're literally in your bar hopping because, you know, the bars are overcrowded. So then we go back to the double tree and we're walking outside and, you know, you hear your name called out and you turn around and it's like, huh, you're Marcus Grant. And it's a cost from player profiler that, you know, everyone's best friends because you're hammered by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're going to call it a night and we hit the, the hotel and then, you know, then there's uh drew Davenport and Brian Drake and Jody Smith. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going to bed. And so I'm sitting there. It's gotta be two o'clock in the morning. I'm in the double tree. Just, I think, I think we were waiting for a cab, but so I'm sitting in the lounge, I'm sitting on a chair, you know, just trying to tweet out some pictures. I'm half out of it. And I look up and I go like this and I look at, I'm like, was that Des Bryant? Sure enough, Des Bryant just casually walks in the bar and I'm like, I can't get up. It's Des Bryant. You're like, yeah, sleep. I don't need that. What's the point of sleep? We're just going to go. It's like, okay, we're going to call it a night. And then it's like, oh no, this person's here. And you know, you want to meet them all. And I'm like, that's Des Bryant. That is Des Bryant. It's amazing. Right. You can just be sitting, even at the expo, we're in the little indoor dome there. 
just mm-hmm. sitting there on the bench and all of a sudden they've got a camera crew come over and you look next to you and Des Bryant sits that sits down next to you on the bench, just casually starts recording an interview. I'm like, I'm sitting next to Des Bryant. This is pretty freaking cool, You're man. Like, this is yeah, it's a it seems like it's a whirlwind experience for everybody that goes and everybody just raves about it. So I mean, I obviously yeah. I'll ask you, but I feel like I know the answer to the question. Would you recommend anybody who hasn't been to go check out the expo? Is it worth it? Oh, it was awesome. I'm like, don't get me wrong, it's a combination of me going. I never want this weekend to end. And then Mm -hmm. I'm going, I can't wait for this weekend to end so I can go home. It is financially draining. It is exhausting. And if it's your first time, like it was for me, you don't know, like you're kind of a small name, but you're kind of a medium name and you're just, you have to introduce yourself and it's stressful because you're walking up and you're going, I've talked to this guy. Does he know who I am or does he not? Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, it's like those family things where, you, you know, you have a new, like you're, you know, you're dating someone and you have to go meet their family and you have to introduce yeah. yourself to everyone. And it's, so it's exhausting. And you literally, you drink till 3am, you get Taco Bell, you sleep two hours, you get up, you get McDonald's breakfast. And I, I don't know about you, I'm 39. The hangovers multiply each morning when you yeah, get 39. I, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. by Sunday, Sunday got here. And I, I like I had to drive home Sunday night. So by Sunday, I'm just like, I'm gonna have one beer and I'm not drinking anymore. And I just I, but yeah, no, it was the greatest experience, and I can't wait to do it again. But it will kill your bank account. And you know what? The thing I learned, I've seen on Twitter post expo depression is a thing. You've got group chats just that people people doing podcasts just because they want to talk to each other again. Mm-hmm. I've got People who, you know, I didn't know two weeks ago who are texting me right now, like literally as we speak, Tracy is texting me and I can't listen to it because she sends audio messages because why not? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's Mm -hmm. like, it's just, you miss them. It's like, I've only known you three days, but somehow I miss you. It's just, it's a whirlwind. It's so crazy. But like you, you continually will find yourself sitting there just going, I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Right. It's It's like, it's insane. It reminds me of college in a way where you meet those experiences, those like unique experiences with people, right? And you form those yeah. bonds where you're all getting together and obviously there's a like, copious amounts of drinking. So that always helps for yeah. a lot. It yeah. removes the social barriers and you get to just yeah. make new friends and just enjoy yourself. So yeah, I- it's, Yeah, it's, it, it's really weird too. Like I said, I wasn't a huge name going in. So it's like, you have that fear where it's like, is anyone going to know me? And then we'd be sitting mm-hmm. there at the bar, like we we're doing a draft at the one bar and then we went out on the patio uh, to take a picture or whatever. And uh, you have someone run up to you and you say, Hey, Hey, I didn't want to bother you while you were drafting, but I seen you, seen you over here and I had to come get a picture with you while you were free. And I'm like, picture with me. Why do you need a picture? Like I'm nobody. I'm like, I know who you are. I've been watching your work for 10 years. Why do you want a picture with it's, it's, it's it's the, it's the most surreal experience I've ever seen. Maybe it gets easier. Like as it, as you go on, but it's like, I have all your podcasts in my feed and like you're standing next to me. It's like, you just look around literally I could pan around and it's like the who's who of fantasy football. It was so awesome. Yeah. It's so strange because people will have that insecurity where it's like, do I feel like, I don't feel like I should be here. Right. With all these big names. That was me. Alcohol. Yeah, it, it definitely helps. That liquid courage will always do the trick. But, but yeah, it, all it's, it took was a few drinks and one or two people where it's like, Oh, People actually know who I am. Mm-hmm. And, you yep. know, a viral tweet helped, but. And it might do something, you know, get your name out there a little bit more. But yeah, it's, it's, you, you never know who's watching your content, like they say, or who's reading your articles or anything like that. So you yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Like, you'd be like, this person doesn't know how to, like, oh, by the way, 
I love how you broke this down right. or whatever. You're like, wow, it's, it's, so it's amazing. Sometimes I forget who it was and it was a big name. So I should be ashamed of myself, but I got a <laughs> message not that far back about an article I had written. And the guy messaged me and said, Hey, uh, I was thinking of writing an article on this and I see that you had already written it. So I'm going to use some of your, some of your stats and studies that you did and I'm going to piggyback off of it. I just wanted you to know uh -huh. that I loved it and I'm going to give you credit. And I'm looking, I'm going, how do you know who I am? Let alone, you know, yeah. that you've read my article and you're using it. I'm going, it, it's literally, I find in the year and a little year and a half, I guess, since well, almost two full years since I've been doing this, it's just one surreal experience after another where it's like, how can this get any cooler? And then it's like, oh my God, it just got cooler. It's I love this shit. I love it's this the, shit. That's why everyone says, How do you work so hard? I love this shit. Right. That's what it takes. Like it's the ultimate testament to putting in the hard work and you're you're that. But it's so much exactly, easier because right? my day job, I want to hang myself. You couldn't pay me to <laughs> like I don't want to do my eight hours. Everyone's like, Oh, you want to work overtime? No, no I don't want to work overtime. No, I don't want to work my eight hours. But you right? come here and it'll be like three o'clock in the morning, and my friend will be messaging me, and I'm like, Oh, I should have gone to bed like four hours ago, but you know, I got really into something and I was, I like you know, sleep. doing a graphic or this or that. Yeah, it's I guess if you like it, it's easy to keep doing it. Well, that's that trend is a pretty good transition to talk about. How do you manage all the work with having a kid? Like, how do you, how is your ability to handle all of that? Because it's not and just a work. day job and a day job. You have like um, a whole life outside of the work. So how are you able to con consistently produce that content and do that? Scheduling. Along with not sacrificing. Yeah. Scheduling. Like the show specifically, my show, uh, it's going to be tougher during the season because I'm going live. Mm -hmm. during the off season, I can schedule a lot. Like I have days where my day's off, I'll schedule 20 shows and I'll release them one day after another to, you know, kind of get ahead. But there's nights where like, when I go back to work, I'm on vacation now, I'll work till seven o'clock at night and I'll come home and I'll, you know, I'll do one live podcast. But for the most part, like I have, a, excuse me, it was my kid's birthday. Uh, what's today? Thursday. It was his birthday Tuesday. Yeah. And he's nine. So he, uh, I've learned as he gets older, it helps a little, like he, he's out there right now. Uh, he's playing his video games. So, you know, while he's doing his video games, it makes it tough to sometimes podcast, but I'll go in and I'll yeah. crank out an article or I'll edit someone's article. I'll do some graphics. You just gotta, you know, find time to, you know, budget it and, you know, here and there sneak away. I also found that like with a lot of the graphics I do when I first started doing those about a year and a half ago, one graphic would take me two hours to do so time consuming. Yeah. Then I learned you get it all going on a spreadsheet. You have everything. Even like when I do my, my Twitter, it's like cut and paste, enter a guy's name, add graphic schedule. Yeah. What, you, what, you know, the graphics used to take me two hours. I can go and I can produce 30 graphics and about 20 minutes. Now it's literally, it's like I open my spreadsheet. It's like highlight the players. I need cut, paste, cut, paste, type in a few stats, add a picture. We're good. So it's, yeah, you know, really fine tuning what you're doing and just learning the shortcuts, making your life easier. And, you know, yes. I would say preparation get a lot better at editing. Like that's the hardest part when you first start doing editing of all sorts of kinds, like you're doing your content and all that. When wow. they like narrow down that, like you, you have specifically narrowed that down very well, but that's the, that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people. They're like, holy crap, I don't know how to edit. It's like, you just put in the work oh. and you slowly get better and better over yeah. time. When I first started, like my first podcast, I did a, a live draft stream of my stream of my family's draft. It wasn't a live draft. It, it like it was live, but it wasn't live in person. And I'm yeah. literally just like, 
Pick 101 is Christian McCaffrey. Pick yeah. 102. Like, I don't know what to do. I'm, nobody wanted to come on. I have no graphics. I have no intro. And I told Andy Barron's this at the, uh, the expo. It was funny because not realizing that I had Yahoo. That's where we were drafting. They were running on the other tab. I didn't have the sound muted. And when I rewatched it, an article had triggered by Andy. And the first 30 seconds of my intro is Andy promoting Yahoo Fantasy D- DFS <laughs> or whatever. So you can you can hear me, but it's Andy going like this over top of me. I'm going, oh, my geez. gosh. Yeah, yeah. that's you, It was a shit you. show, but well, even it's, like just learning how to do it, like yes, to learn yeah. – Hey, StreamYard, that's a thing. I got to download mm-hmm. StreamYard and then I had to buy a mic and had to buy a webcam and, yes. you know, learning how to, how to save it and where, how to upload it to Spotify and YouTube and blah, blah, blah. It's a lot of things where it's really hard, but I, I told this to Steve Bradshaw of Dynasty Nerds. He's 18. I met him for the first time in person at the expo and me and Debro were kind of giving him some tips on, you know, mm-hmm. getting started out. And I just told him my biggest thing was when I started, Try and teach yourself, whether it's once a week or once a month, try and teach yourself something new. Like my show was just the me and you here. And then one day someone canceled and I ha- had a half hour. So I kind of made like an overlay like you had, except mine goes around. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Then the next day I had a half hour between shows. So I went in and I made my little intro and cut Breaking Bad. And then the one day I just like, you just learn little things. And, you know, one day I decided I was going to learn YouTube. And then I said, hey, screw it. I'll learn Spotify today. And then I learned cap winging, cap cut, TikTok, Instagram. Yes. I have, I'm looking at the border of what's on your Canva stat list. Uh, this is literally the top of my browser right now. And yep. you know, oh, that's learn WordPress. There. And it's like little things where if you try to learn it all at once, you're just going to drown. But, you know, you'll learn one a week. And next thing you know, it's like you've got people messaging saying, hey, man, can you do, the, do those graphics for me? They must be so yeah. difficult. And I'm like, dude, I can have that churned out in eight minutes. Send me your players. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, you know, the downside to that is don't be too nice because I have one guy who always gets me to do his graphics, but his his rankings are really out there. And then he'll quote or he'll thank me for it. And I'm going, no, mm-hmm. don't fucking quote me. Sorry. Can I swear? I don't know if <laughs> yeah, I That's fine. You're, it's too late now. We're already like, in there. Yeah. Anyways, it don't matter. It don't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was like, don't quote me on that. Cause then I'm going to have message after message of how can you be this stupid? It's like mm-hmm. dynasty rankings. And it was like, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase at wide receiver six and seven. I'm like, don't yeah. quote me. I don't need credit for the graphics. I don't need to deal with the shit storm of your stupidity here. Leave me out of this. So don't be too nice. Yeah, I don't like I I completely get that. And I'm 100 percent with you. It takes time, which people don't realize. And you slowly gotta learn it. And so they gotta put in the work. That's yeah. what it takes. Like you gotta do well, it. Like, and the editing is the hardest. So like all the graphics and stuff. If you're able to master even, that, it makes your life so much easier. Even so. editing on WordPress for writing. Like I had, oh, yeah. I went to school for, for as an English major, like my first time in college before I was a nurse, like 2002. Mm-hmm. So 20 years ago. And I didn't complete it because I didn't like it. So I mm-hmm. got in last year and they're like, oh, check out the SEO and this. I'm going, I don't know what any of that means. So I just, I'd click it and both lights would be red. It'd be terrible and they'd have to edit. And now I go in and, I've got, you know, cause Tracy, I, she just started writing for us and she sent me her article last night and I went in and she's like, it's red. I don't know. And I'm like, click, click, click. Like, it took me like 20 mm-hmm. minutes. I'm like, yeah, it's perfect. It's good to go now. It's amazing yeah. how quickly Sweet. you could go from, I have no idea what this is to, I can teach people how to do this. So. Well, particularly like SEO is such a scary word for people. It's like, oh my gosh, SEO. What is it? I don't know what it is. Well, if, if you, you don't understand it, it's it. like, yep. uh, subheading paragraph transition too long. Mm-hmm. I'm going, 
I don't know what three of those four words mean. Can you I please know, be more specific? Right. So. It's like you have to do the manual work and like Google, hey, what is this transition word? Blah, blah, blah like stuff like that. You have to put in all that yeah. work and get the hang of it yeah. and go from there. But let's yeah. let's jump into some of your content because I find it very interesting because you're constantly releasing articles and podcasts. What is your what's your desired format? Like, is it a podcast or do you prefer a written word? I prefer podcasting, not necessarily because I enjoy it more. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like talking with people, so that works. Uh, it's a little less stressful than having to write. It's a little less formal. I just find like I, I had this with a couple of the guys I work with at Player Profiler. Where I was like, oh, hey, my buddy, I won't say the name over there. And they're like, I don't have any idea who that is. Like, uh-huh. he had been a writer there for like six years. It's like, Sheesh. you have no idea who he is, but you see my face on some little known podcast. And it's like, yeah, I know who you are. So, like, yeah. I kind of have bigger aspirations for this. So, like, you even like, you see the big guys, like Adam Azer. D- does anybody know he even wrote? Like, no, you know him because you see his face. Uh, and I learned that too. Like, I, maybe that's what it is. Like, I drive a bus right now for a living. I drive around and I've got my earbud in one ear and I'm listening to podcasts, just listening mm-hmm. to it. So like That's I true. could tell you, I have listened to the footballers and FFT and fantasy pros hundreds and hundreds of hours. Yes. The actual written content I've consumed very little. Like you even see a lot of the times I'll repost people's articles. I haven't really read them a lot of the times. I just don't, there's so much out there and there's so many friends. It's like, here's the 45 articles written by my friends today. I don't have time mm. to read them all. Whereas I can no. sit there and listen to eight hours of podcasting. So I just, I find it's easier to get your voice out there. If people can hear you and see mm-hmm. you, whereas, Absolutely. you know, how many people really, you know, you click on the thing where it's like, you know, I, I I've done it myself. I've clicked on articles where it's like, you know, before I, I started here, it's like uh, 10 sleepers to help you for the season. You click on it, you look through and you have your 10 sleepers. I could tell you the 10 sleepers. I couldn't tell you if it was written by, Bob Harris or Joe Blow, because I don't even read the title. Like That's I don't cool. read the author's name. It's so I difficult don't... to like with if you have so much stuff going on in your life, which a lot of people do, right? You don't have time to sit down and read all these articles. So, like, like you're saying, audio like format said, you can just take with you. Even the ones I read, like I said, a mm-hmm. lot of the places don't like when I have my stuff posted at DLF. A lot of the times they don't tag me; they just post the article. So you click on it and say, "Hey, here's my DLF article," and someone will click it and they'll read the content. And then they'll be like, oh, did you know this about this rookie? And it's like, well, yeah, it was my, I wrote the profile. And they're, they're like, like I didn't even see your name. Well, mm-hmm. like, I've had people who said that they said, oh, I didn't even realize that was your article, but I didn't say myself. Though. Like you could yeah. write an article and send it to me. I could read it and then be like, oh, I didn't even know you wrote that. I, I don't really read. It's just, whereas when I'm in front of you, you know, it's Aaron, you know who it is. You don't have to be like, oh, whose article was that? Yeah, you you should check my Spotify. It's the same way. It's just pod nonstop podcast podcast because like I drive for a living too. So there's yeah. so many podcasts I listen to. But like sitting down and reading an article, I'm a four year old. I don't have time to just constantly Dude. sit down and read those articles. Oh, That's the thing. I was, it's it's rough. So I was I at probably 30, 30 in my Spotify. Not I use Apple Pods, but thirty or yeah. something like that. I got back from the expo. I'm over a hundred. Everything, nice. everyone you meet, it's like, add me on Twitter, sign up for my podcast, this, that. So you get home and a lot of them are just bar, like the, the QR codes where you scan them. I get home and it's like, whose podcast is this? Or like, then you get random invites as, oh, here's the league you signed up for. And it's like, when did I sign up league? for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a commitment. Speaking of, I got like five drafts going on. Right now. It's, it's, I know. And that's the <laughs> other part. I get home and it's like, I was already in two or three drafts that were going before the weekend, but then I got into a couple other drafts. I probably have nine actively going right now. 
And between yeah. that and Twitter notifications and this and that, it's yeah. like, oh my God, my phone won't stop. People don't understand it's like a 24-7 job in that way. If you want to not only produce content, also actually play fantasy football, which we all love, right? That's why we're doing this. But yeah, it's nonstop. So my wife gets pissed all the time because my phone is constantly you know, pinging and pinging. And pinging. I tried like, to go out on dates and they're like, dude, what are you always doing on your phone? And I'm like, I do fantasy football. I'm sorry. Like, But then I've had times where it's like, okay, tonight's date night, sweetie. I'm going to leave my phone at home and yeah. I will get home to 400 Twitter notifications too much. and like 60 messages. And I'll be on the clock in eight leagues. And I'm really like, I do not time out in leagues. I freaking hate it. I timed out in one league. Um, it started while I was at the expo and I didn't know it even started and it was on <laughs> MFL where the, uh, the notifications uh, go through for me and I timed out and can't get off auto draft and the uh, I'm six rounds in and or seven rounds in and it's auto drafted for me, which it didn't matter because it was a free league. I yeah. could not hate a team more. If I tried, it's literally <laughs> like, I think I went, I went Patrick Mahomes in the first round and it's not super flex. Then I went Ramondre Stevenson Followed by like my my wide receiver room right now is Godwin, Mike Evans, and Mike Pitt, Michael Pittman. It's just so, like, the ugly, just the ugly the ducklings. Yeah, God just is think, it? That's nobody wants. Yeah, you're so like, it's cool. This is by, great. It's drafting by ADP is what it's doing. Yeah, so I, 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 I hate those guys it. always just, fall. It's I'm the guy yeah. where the second I get the notification, you don't have to tweet OTC. I have my pick ready. So. Yeah, yeah, I completely do that. Yeah, we're in like in a couple like home league drafts or whatever, and they're very impatient. You could say. So we set it up as a slow draft just because people have lives and stuff. Not everybody can pick right away. So it's going for like 15 minutes and people are like, what the hell? Make your pick. I'm like, just chill. Like we have 12 hour clock. Relax. You're going to be upset when this draft's over anyways. So just, we got a month. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it's just funny. The difference of lifestyles we live compared to what I call like normal people who are not as involved in fantasy. So yeah. That's part of it. But how do you... You even hear the people, it's like, oh, you do fantasy football? And it's like, yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you spend so much time? It's only fantasy football. I'm like, you don't even know, man. No, it's a lifestyle. It's definitely a lifestyle choice. Like, it's yeah. just all encompassing everything. I don't know um, how you do it. I couldn't have done this when I was still married. I started this because I was divorced and I needed, this is my form of therapy. So I dove right in. I could not do this <laughs> anywhere near this level if I was still married. It's tough. I'm not going to lie. It just, it, I, I don't get much sleep is the way I but the it. best like thing for my fantasy football analyst career was divorce. So that's what I always say. You want to make it big, get a divorce. It's wonderful. You're like, you got to pick one or the other. You want to be happy family life? Well, I didn't pick. I, I chose superstar. family. I, I chose family, but she chose the boyfriend on the right. side. You're like, well, we're going to flip it and we're going to go the other way. Yeah, so I just went with it. It's working out well, but it wasn't necessarily my choice. Right. So. It's how it goes. Sometimes you're just like, hey, that's yeah. how the cards life deals you and you move on with it. Um, how do you, at a certain point, do you find you just cut back? I mean, you're in a ton of leagues. I know this, but no. do you cut back from fantasy football or do you just fully just dive in more and just, nope. just let it fall? How it go? Uh, 2021 season, I got in 17 leagues and I said, that was way too much. I'm not going to do as many next year. Last year I was in 48 leagues. And then I said, that was way, way, way too much. I'm never doing more than six again. Would you like to take a guess at how many leagues I'm in at present? We talked about this last month. It was like 50 something or 72 right now. Okay. Yeah. It's grown. It's grown immensely. Okay. To be fair. So a lot of them are unmanaged. Like I'm in like 10 of the FC eliminators where Mm -hmm. you draft a team and it's best ball. So a lot are best ball, but like, I've got a handful of leagues where you were like some of the vampire leagues I'm in, like the Frankenstein league, you have to actively manage. And I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there and I'm like, 
I find I'm really getting bad at waivers because it's like there's players where it's like, oh, didn't even know he was on waivers in that league. I would have picked impossible. him up. You can't. If you get like, there's a thing you get to too many leagues, you're going to miss a couple waivers just because you're spending an hour plus on the Tuesdays, whatever day it is. Like, I don't want to do that for an hour plus. It's like, so yeah, I I've, had I've already cut myself off. I forget what it was. It was an expert. Oh, no, you know what it was? It was the Fantasy Football Today Open last year. Oh, I okay. drafted the team. Um, I didn't even remember because it was on CBS, and I only that's the only league I have on CBS. I forgot I had a team. I looked at week eight. I was 8-0. I No, no, no. Okay, but so the, the team I drafted was so solid. I had two players in my starting lineups who had been on the IR for a month, and I was 8-0. 8-0 with two IR players. Like, it's, literally, every player I hit just freaking cashed in. It was great. It was one of those drafts where just everything you do goes right. And mm -hmm. then I had two leagues. My family league and my buddies league are the only two I had on Yahoo. I drafted them, streamed them, was heavily active in it, started both leagues 4-1 and one or 4-0, and oh, finished both leagues, like, Five and twelve. It was amazing. Dude, like, After week one, I was like, "I'm running away with this league." Then I I went like one and twelve to finish it. And my buddies, <sighs> my buddies, and my family are like, "Don't you do this for a living?" But that's what I learned. That led me to an article I wrote this off season about the ADP gaps on some sites. Mm -hmm. Yahoo, the ADP guys who were like had a big variance last year were like the Steelers, Deontay Johnson, Najee, blah blah blah. So I had a ton of those guys. Kyle Pitts. Uh, Brees yep. Hall was cheaper than he should have been. I had a whole bunch of those guys. And if you know anything about those guys, they all mm -hmm. underperformed or suffered significant injuries. So right. I looked and it's like, why do these two teams suck? So, uh, yeah, those two teams both had all the same players. And that's why. So I had yeah, some, we, uh, like sleeper. We, I killed it. Yeah. Who I suck. That's the thing on the, I won ESPN league and I'm desperately trying to get out of it because I do not like the draft on the app. Like I use my app for everything. So I I the ESPN. One. It's brutal. They don't have a draft board. It's a disaster. So I post yeah, a screenshot. If you don't have a good right? app, you might as well just quit doing fantasy. Just, Your app sucks. They're, yeah. they're the biggest, but it's whatever. They're, they had Derek, Derek Henry as a second-ranked player in fantasy. I was like, what the Ooh. heck is going on? I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, and then I'm posting it next to Sleeper. I'm like, yeah, there's a massive difference between these two. So I would exactly. say um, if there is – if you could pick one thing that separates you from all the other fantasy analysts in, in the industry, what do you think that thing is? Like if they were going to ask me like, Aaron St. Dennis is this to me and completely different from everybody else. It, my one thing is everything. And that's the difference though. You can't find literally there's nothing you name a format to play. I play it, whether it's the most degenerate, sick vampire league, uh, survivor league, C2C. I have with SC Romero. I'm in a 45 round draft. That's college only. You start oh three quarterbacks, God. two super flex, five running backs, five wide receivers, two tight ends, and five flex. 45 rounds of college football only. But so I play everything. And then, like I said, I'm not a master of everything, but I'm in it. Like, I, you need someone who can help you with StreamYard? I can do it. Canva, Spotify, Apple Pods, Statless, Twitter, Capwing, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, everything. I, I'm literally in everything to the point where, like, I, I am – you know, I, I'm writing in some places. I'm podcasting in others. I'm an editor at the League Winners. I do graphics. That's have you noticed that too? Some of the mm -hmm. League Winners articles that comes out, you can tell the ones I edited because yes, they got I a am. nice fancy little graphic attached to them. Immediately, I can tell. I see the Canva. I'm like, oh yeah, Aaron did that one, 100. Yes, like, percent I can tell right out of the gates. Yeah. I seen <laughs> one the other day. Someone said, oh, they're like, oh, that was kind of a boring one. It's just the logo. I'm like, yeah, I didn't do that one. 
Yeah, like you can tell mine are a little fancier. So that right. is me. The fact that I do an insane amount of content, but it's because I do an insane amount of stuff. Like I have graphics, I have rankings, I have projections. And I don't just say, here's a link, go click on my rankings. I want to attach a tw top 12 graphic to it and this mm -hmm. and that. Like I like, I try and jazz everything up and make it, you know, I find the images really draw people to your work. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's the I, visual uh, aspect of it. I completely agree. Like they grab your attention. It could honestly be a terrible article or whatever it is, but if that graphic catches someone's attention, that's well, how you get them in the door. That's the basis of my work. It's probably terrible, but it's it <laughs> looks cool. Looks cool. You're like, I will present it in this lovely package, even yeah, if it is yeah. a turd underneath. It's just, but it yeah, is it's beautiful. just a wrapped up piece of dog shit, but it's <laughs> yes. really nice wrapping. It's like, so. you will like it, I promise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty um, outgoing too. That's the other thing Like I found there. I'm pretty laid back and like, I'm not the person you're going to offend. I don't argue on Twitter. I had people the other day, I posted a controversial Debbie ranking where I like Bo Nix over uh, Caleb Williams. Good God. Do people really lose? Oh, what are you doing? You know this? I'm like, dude, it's rankings. You have an opinion. I'm at it. I have an opinion. Why does my opinion offend you so much? So rankings I just, these are the worst. Yeah. Right. The thing about like, rankings is everybody wants them and they have their own opinion on them. So it's always going to generate so much intense content just because people see one and you'll see someone who you disagree with and you'll be like, Oh, that's ridiculous. And then immediately yeah, just, in the door, someone's commenting. That's, I had, that's why they I had are. Someone say that the other day and they're like, how do you do so much content? I'm like, okay, well you posted something earlier on Twitter. You've been arguing back and forth with these idiots for the last four hours. Mm -hmm. In those four hours, I did three freelance articles for a site. I don't even work for four for four. And I submitted them and got paid. I did right. three articles. You argued with an idiot on Twitter. What? Don't waste your time. No matter what, it can be the most wonderful, researched, one hundred percent proven article. You're going to get some idiot with a with a Desmond Ritter as his favorite player, and that's his Twitter avatar. And he says, "You're an idiot. Desmond Ritter's better than Patrick Mahomes." I can't, I can't combat stupidity. Like just move on. It ain't worth it. Here's my content. Here's my take. If you don't like it, feel free to unfollow me. I'm not, you can't convince idiots. They're not going to change my mind. It's just move on, move yeah, on to what I, matters. Life's too exactly. short, man. It's like you said earlier, work smarter, not harder, right? Like have yeah. a plan with social media. Don't just be on social media. Well, have that's a plan. the other thing you see people I had, I won't name names, but two years in a row, I've had someone from the league winners that was out of the eight people I got into Scott Fishbowl. I couldn't get the same person in twice in a row. Mm -hmm. And when oh, I talked yeah. to that, that, they're like, he's toxic. You can't put, I told them, I'm like, I told them after I said, you got to stop posting toxic on the, oh, well, I just can't pe let people shit talk me why you're in the industry he's joe blow matter. with a generic avatar it's not even right. him what good comes of you telling him he's a fucking moron there's nothing mm -hmm. good that you can't win the article you just lose your own credibility move yep. on it doesn't matter like you're, people you're focus dropping on down what matters level. man right it, it, it hurts you more than it helps you like it's like yeah. i had someone in my, in my comments yesterday talking like i was asking people to come on my show because my wife's out of town going to visit their family and somebody like some troll came in and people were deeming me nonstop. They're like, what? This is ridiculous. I'm like, dude, I don't care. It's not worth my time. Yeah, like I hide it, the, mute that guy. I don't care. Exactly. I was like, it's just, it's a waste of time. I'm not going to spend an hour just yeah. going to town with this guy. That's what he wants. Every, so just, like every I'm once deep. in a while I'll, I'll message back. Oh, what site do you write for or work for? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not a professional. Thank you. For, uh, you know what I, I've learned? The best thing is, though, when I will respond, I won't write back. I have learned you can say horrible things if you send it back in a gift for, format. My favorite one is the rock shut up bitch. 
I don't know how many times I tweet that per day. <laughs> Somebody will just, I won't say it, but nobody gets mad at you because you didn't say anything offensive. It's just mm-hmm. the rock being the rock. So it's they'll quote, right? you're an idiot. How can you rank him here? And I'll just mm-hmm. reply with the rock saying, shut up, bitch. And then mm-hmm. I just move on. Yeah, and you'll like you'll see this all the time on social media where people will say something really controversial or like demeaning, but then they'll put like a haha at the end of it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, that doesn't really doesn't really yeah, help yeah. you it's You're person. an idiot. I hope your family dies in a uh-huh. fire. Ha, exactly. ha, ha. You're like, like you're oh, nasty. okay. So it's sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Thanks. So it's all right now. You're an appalling <laughs> person. Thanks. Exactly. Thank you. You're done. Um, yeah. So let's I was gonna ask you if you had one piece of advice for someone looking to start in this industry who's afraid or they haven't taken that leap, but they want to. What would that piece of advice be for them? Uh, learn everything. Like I said, one thing at a time. Just try and always be learning and getting better. Even like I see, you see the guys who, Pat Fitzmorris, he's won the accuracy contest. Always refine your process. Just keep going. You know, you can always get better. And then not only that, but like with the networking, when I first did this, I was terrified to podcast. And the first time I had to reach out for my first series back in like February, I was like messaging little known people. And it's like, Hello, sorry to bother you, sir. My name mm-hmm. is Aaron. Can you sp- like I'm little little poor boy Timmy here begging for people? <laughs> but like- then I, so my after my second my my second series, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna swing for the fences here. And I created a generic message, and it was like, hello, insert name here. And then I just I cut and paste it and put their name in. Would you like to come on my podcast? It's this theme, and it's only 20 minutes. And I message it to probably anyone who had their DMs open. Like, yep. I mean, there, you can't get Matthew Barry. His DMs aren't open, but yeah. so like every big name in the business, I messaged a hundred of them. I had to be a hundred of them. And I got probably 90 responses were like, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Great. Blah, blah, blah. Love what you're doing. Would love to schedule something. You got four or five where it's like, oh, sorry, man, I'm on vacation. You know, I'm recovering from an illness, blah, blah, blah. And out of those hundred, I only got two people who basically told me to take a hike. And the yeah. funniest part was, they weren't big names. It was someone else that I had been on his podcast and he was like, Oh yeah, you're not big enough for me. And then, okay. then it was another guy. It was another guy where he, uh, I had never come in. He's like, Oh, sorry. I don't do guest appearances on unknown podcasts. I'm like, Oh, whatever. You're kind All of right. cool. But cool, literally cool, that's cool. like, I thought, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, Heath Cummings, he's not going to have time for me. They do, man. They all came from the bottom like you did. So they know. Yep. And like I don't know. I had Dave Kluge on the other day and he was like, I love these little pods. He's like, you know, the short 20. That's the other key. Don't do like hour long podcasts that nobody has time for. Do yep. short ones and work sure. your way up. Mm-hmm. But like, Absolutely. he was like, oh, I love these little 20 minute, you know, the hard hitters where you just have a guest on and you, you network and all that. And I was like, yeah, it worked out. And, you know, a, a lot of them really love coming on and meeting people. And some of them like. Some of them were guys I was terrified of and they were the nicest people like Pat Fitzmorris, Dave and Heath from FFT, Mike Wright, Joey Pizapia from Fantasy Pros. Yep. He's the nicest dude I've ever met. I got in the green room after he had told me, uh, I got to be at my fantasy baseball podcast for two o'clock. So we got to make it quick. So I did the show. He sat there for like an hour and 15 minutes and I'm going, Joe, man, you got to go. You start your show in like five minutes. He's like, oh shit, sorry. I the dude would have talked to you all day. He was so nice. Like, <laughs> you know, like the they'll thing. sit there and you're like, Hey man, you do this. How, you know, I had one guy where it was uh, Bradley Stalder. I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of, you know, trying to refine my process for projections. You know, where uh-huh. do you start? And he sent me this whole like Google doc of how his process is, you know, start with projecting this and then enter these and, and then project for me, send me like a whole spreadsheet, like a whole flow sheet of how to do it. And then I'll be like, 
hey man you do this on your podcast what do you know what mic are you using what are you doing for this what are you doing for this? Exactly. man right. people in this industry like there's douchebags there's douchebags everywhere 99 percent of the people i find were really nice like even at the expo like you walk up to matt Harmon and he's just a cool dude you know two acs out there you got thor nystrom sitting next to me for 20 minutes shooting the shit didn't even know it was him he was so cool it's like they're just really cool people. So despite the fact that it's absolutely terrifying, just dive right in and the nerves go away at some point. That's the thing. Like people don't really if you so go follow the big names and just watch the like the content they do, they'll go on little shows. Like that's the thing people don't realize. They're, they're yeah. especially in the summer when they have free time. I saw Marcus Grant, like you're saying, I saw all yeah. those guys on those shows. So mean, like, don't be afraid, just go just go ask a like, question. It's not gonna hurt. When I started to blow up a little bit, I was like, I've got fifteen hundred followers. That guy has seven. He has mm -hmm. two episodes of his show. It's like, how did he have Marcus Grant on his show? So it's like screw mm -hmm. it, I'll just message him. But yep, yep. I even did one like when I first started, I had uh Arnie Chapman. He's the fantasy football his history dude, and okay. he does a series, he did a series on uh origin stories and he's like he must have been i know i never met him never talked to him and he's like hey would love to hear your origin story come on the podcast blah 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 so i'm like oh, okay sweet sounds good and then so i go on the podcast and he releases season one there's five episodes season one tell me which one of these doesn't belong me bob harris um matthew barry dave and heath from fft i'm going how am I on this show, dude? He's, he's like, like, well, I find you really entertaining and you're really making progress. So he's like, perfect. he's like, I think you have a great future. I'm going, you've got four Hall of Famers here. How do I fit with these guys? But right, like, exactly. They don't think of it that way. Like you sit there. I sat at the party for like an hour and a half talking to Derek Brown and Pat Fitzmorris just shooting the shit, talking, not even football, just talking in general. Mm -hmm. They don't act like, oh, I'm I'm Pat Fitzmorris. I don't have time right, for you. Like, no. they got pictures of me hugging them. For Bob Long, half fall down, drunk hugging. It's like just right. they're they're ninety nine percent of the people in this business were awesome, and that's what I seen even more so at the expo. There were I don't think I met a single person where I went up and I said, hey, can I get a picture? Or I introduced myself and they're like, oh, I don't have time for you. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some people were hard, you know, Scott Fish has 90 people always hovering around him. But the right. second I got over there, took a picture with me, I had my SFB shirt on. He talked for a few minutes, like really nice dude. But uh, don't be afraid. I know it's terrifying. Like I, the, my friend Tracy, I'm trying to, you know, she's starting off as a podcaster and a writer. And I'm just telling her like, don't be afraid. Just do it. I, I get mm -hmm. it's terrifying, but jump right in, man. Yeah. If you don't ever take the leap, you're never going to grow and go you anywhere. Can't so hit the shots. You don't shoot. It's exactly. Shoot or shoot, right? So exactly. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah, shoot your I, shot. The worst they can do is say no. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's an excellent takeaway. I'd say that'd be the, the perfect takeaway. We can, we can put this on a little gift, say shoot or shoot. Send it out. Just exactly yeah. like that. Exactly. Um, but why don't you, we'll leave it with this. Why don't you tell everybody? where they can find all your content at. I don't know if we have enough time for that. How long does this podcast go? As long uh, as you want it. We're already at 45 minutes. So at this point, it's like, you Oh yeah. What? You normally go 20 or 30. Oh, I, yeah. I, I think we yeah. can run a long song. Dude. I did this on my show. I had a couple of the really big names, which is, I don't know why you let me run so long, but I had Dave Richard on and Matt Kelly. And I'm like, show's only 20, 30 minutes. Well, they're at like 53 minutes and I'm mm -hmm. going, I'm not telling Dave Richard to stop talking. I'm like, <laughs> My buddy's like, I thought you only do half hour shows. I'm like, it's Dave no, Richard, man. If the guy wants to talk for four hours, I'm going to sit here and listen to him. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. 
Okay, for me, my written work as of now is at Dynasty League Football, Player Profiler, The League Winners, where I am Director of Content and Editor for Redraft. Uh, it's also at King Fantasy Sports, where I do a lot of rookie profiles. Uh, DLF seems to be Dynasty work for me, Player Profiler, a little more Redraft. Uh, I did a couple of freelance Survivor League articles at 4 for 4 this week. Uh, I even did some hockey writing at one point, which... Uh, led me to realize that despite the fact that I love hockey and it was my first passion, I don't remember as much about hockey as I used to with how much I dove into football. Um, you can find me fantasy football, mad, mad science lab podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple pods, uh, TikTok, Instagram, pretty much anywhere. So basically the moral of the story is if you search FF mad scientist on any platform, social media, media of anything, you will find me Reddit, like anything, anywhere you will find me and it is me and I am there. Uh, you will also find me by FF mad scientist on pretty much every, uh, gaming platform, any DFS, any platform like sleeper it's all me and you're probably in a league with me i don't know how many times i have people come up to me and say we're in this league together and i'm going i don't know what league you're in but okay sweet that is another tip keep it simple the username should be the same for everything if people want to find and someone that's where it worked out and i got lucky because i hit ff mad scientist not knowing there was a mad scientist ff so mm -hmm. i got yeah. lucky and i got ff mad scientist everywhere Somebody was telling me they started their brand and had to go back and rebrand because they couldn't get it on half the platform. So, yeah, I got lucky. It's like the Sierra Mist where they lost house of the lady names and they had to change their name to Starry because this individual had that name or whatever. And oh, I was yeah. like, hey, guess what? Sometimes, you know what? Somebody beats you to it. Twitter getting sued for using X, even though it's copyrighted. Like nine I, times. I don't that's think Elon hilarious. Musk gives a shit. So No, not so much. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for coming on. It, uh, yeah, I man. very much appreciate it, man. It's, it's a thrill for me. So yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. You've been on my show a few times. so Just a few yeah, times, you know. You know, I was having this conversation too. I'm like 180 episodes into my podcast. I've made like 12 podcast appearances. Nobody ever invites me on anywhere. And like I say yes to everything, just nobody ever reaches out. So Right. Because they probably figure you're so busy doing your own podcast. Like, oh, I but I am, but I always have time to go on other I people's know. pods. I like, well, I mean, I was like, you're like 20 minutes. We're about twice that. So that, but that's mostly me not shutting the hell up. So I just, you know, I let people run. I don't really about too much yeah, I'm like, here's the goal if we run past it we run past it yeah, you should see me drunk at the expo you think i talk too much now. <laughs> all right well um yeah this is the first episode of getting to know the fantasy animals so yeah i appreciate having aaron on and yeah we'll t you know check me out randy's fantasy football fanatic jesse Mueller, all that fun stuff so yeah take care folks thanks for having me take care have you ever felt are you listening Damn.